Welcome to another episode of the Scriptural Cliff Note Sessions. Hello, people. We are back. Okay. Um, still December 11th, 2021. Hey, you. All right. So now we are on Proverbs 6. 16 through 19, and it says, there are six things that y'all hate. Now, remember, let me just put a little pin in it for a second. Now, they say, religion says there are seven deadly sins. That's not scriptural. If you find that to be scriptural in somebody's Bible, somebody made that up. There is no seven deadly sins. I have to say that because people really believe that. They don't read the scriptures, so they don't know. Remember, the average person don't read the scriptures. They say they do, but they'll go to wherever that person tell them to go in their church. Oh, go to here and go to there. They have never read their Bible back and forth. Because mm-hmm. if they did, they would know that that's not scriptural. But anyway, this is scriptural. Proverbs, remember, has been written by Solomon. He wrote the Proverbs. Six. 16 through 19. There are six things that y'all hate. Okay. Seven that are an abomination to him. Haughty eyes. And I'm going to tell you what it means after I read it. A lion tongue and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devises wickedness, wicked plans. Feet that haste to run to evil. A false witness who breathes out lies and one who sows discord among brothers. Now, what does that mean? Solomon's basically telling you he don't like those, he don't like haughty eyes, arrogant eyes, a lot of rolling and a lot of head moving and all of that. He don't like all of that, okay? A lying tongue, you already know, that's a part of the the commandments, no lies. Somebody who's a murderer, a heart that divides wickedness. Now, remember, there's a scripture that says from your house, from your, the, the stuff that you say out your mouth is coming from your heart. So if you having wicked, reckless things coming out your mouth, that's from your heart. Yeah. Feet that continue to run to evil, false witnesses, which is more lies. Just basically a liar, somebody who's a troublemaker. We call it an earth disturber. Somebody who disturbs the equilibrium of the earth. That's what we call the ultimate troublemaker is an earth disturber. Yeah, y'all, y'all don't like no earth disturbers. That's all they do is lie and, and create lies and, and run to evil and stir up trouble. That's an earth disturber. We don't like those kind of people. Woo. Y'all don't like them people. He said in six things he hate. He don't like an earth disturber. An earth disturber does all of this. And out his mouth come lies. Psalms 43 and 3. And um, Solomon wrote part of the psalm. Keep your tongues from evil and your lips from speaking deceit, okay? Peter also uh, quotes that from Psalms. 
Peter quotes that. And I already said that in 1 Peter 3.10, which is the first one I read from the last lesson. He quoted Solomon in the Psalms. Now, there's a few people that wrote the Psalms. So I say Solomon, but it could have been um, someone else. There's three, three other people. For the most part, I ever saw. All right. Things to take under advisement. Now, I'm going to say a few things that you need to take under advisement. But before I do that, I'm going to read a couple of other proverbs. Okay. And it says, Hold on a minute. Okay. It says, whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets, but he who is trustworthy in spirit keeps a thing covered. Okay. Now, what that means is, what does slander mean? It means talking about somebody and it could be a lie. So you're slandering that person and actually in the court of law, you could get sued for that. Okay, so this is even in the scriptures. This is old, honey. You ain't gonna go around slandering people. What thing, what thing we need to do and Judah is stuff need to do? Judah need to keep his mouth shut. Judah need to stop spreading secrets. Judah needs to keep its mouth shut. And I say it's because it's men and women. Judah need to be quiet. Okay, you got a friend and you telling the friend secrets. And you're supposed to be their friend or even family member's secrets. And somebody's just telling you something. You just go and just tell somebody else. You are slandering that person. That is against the law. Some people do this without even a thought. And then they get upset when somebody said, this person's telling my secret. I ain't telling them nothing else. You can't get mad because everything you say is some, something that somebody told you. You need to be quiet because that stuff is going to come right back to you. Don't get your feelings hurt, honey, when somebody come and cut you with their knife. That's the mouth. Sometimes people need to just be quiet. Quiet. Yeah, and discern on what you should say and what you shouldn't say. And what people need to do is stop telling that person something. They should learn from the first time and just don't say nothing to the person or discern what you're going to say to the person. A lot of times people run off at the mouth they got diarrhea in the mouth, honey. They can't hold water, meaning they cannot hold a secret. Don't tell that person nothing. Some people just got their own issues. They just telling everybody's everything just to have a conversation with somebody. Enough is enough, especially Judah. Y'all need to get your life together. Colossians 3 and 8 says, but now you must put them all away. Anger, wrath, malice, slander, an obscene talk from your mouth. Mm -hmm. Keep it away. Psalms 71 and 24 says, and my tongue will talk of your righteous help all day long for they have been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. So this person is deciding not to say nothing negative. Okay, so all those people that's trying to slander him, he ain't going to go and do that. Like I said, Yahshua went to 
was being impaled before he uh before he was impaled he was slapped he was abused he was cut he was uh, they they oh they said all kinds of stuff to him calling him a devil and all that they was ooh ooh the pharisees and sadducees which was a part a lot of them was a part of um israel they were saying all kinds of hurtful things to him he didn't open his mouth now how many of us could do that let somebody come over there and keep running off at the mouth. After a while, you're going to be like, well, I'm giving you a warning, honey. I'm warning you because I'm about to pull out my sword too and me and you're going to be dueling. Yeah, that's what that's what Judah does. Judah says, yeah, I'm giving you a, four, a fair warning, baby. Fair warning. Enough is enough. Yeah, but sometimes we just need to walk away. That's when we need to discern the situation. Okay, should I walk away and just let this person talk by themselves? Because you know you can't have an argument by yourself. Or should I just go and duel with this person with the words? A lot of times we duel with them because we just want to, or I, we feel like enough is enough. But you know what? It really doesn't, it doesn't help you to go and start dueling with that person. When you know you could cut them down, they say in their little words, and you know you could get them down in their gut, then that's when you need to walk away. Because you can really say something that you can't take back, honey. Oh, sometimes we just need to walk away. Okay. Um, Proverbs 15 and 2, the tongue of the wise commands knowledge, but the mouths of fools pour out folly. I don't know if I did that one, but I, I don't think so. Okay. Proverbs 12, 13 and 14. An evil man is ensnared by the transgression of his lips, but the righteous escapes from trouble. From the fruit of his mouth, a man is satisfied with good and the work of the man's hands come back to him. Yep, faith and works, that's what works. But your mouth, when it comes, when you start uh, uh, polluting people and cutting people with your mouth, you are committing Sin, and it's gonna be held against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Proverbs 20 and 19. Whoever goes about slandering reveals secrets. Therefore, do not associate with simple blabber. That means don't entertain somebody's uh, gossip. Do not entertain somebody's gossip because that's exactly what they're doing. And when you start entertaining it, you start believing the gossip and you entangle right with it. So we shouldn't be, we should not be um, um, entertaining any gossip. Nor should we be gossiping. You already know, stop talking. Learn how to be quiet. And if somebody's um, telling you, if somebody is telling you somebody else's secrets, nine times out of 10, they telling somebody else your secrets. So discern and learn that lesson. Don't tell nothing that you don't want out. Cause trust me, it will go out. If you talking to somebody and all they doing is telling you somebody else's stuff, they gossiping, you know that they talking about you to somebody else. Okay. Proverbs 18 and 8, the words of a whisperer are like delicious morsels. They go down into the inner parts of the body. Like I said, 
spreading gossip. You know people like gossip. You know they got YouTube videos full of gossip. And people love to listen to it. That's sin. You're not going to go and slander nobody. That right there is sin. Okay. Okay. Put away all malice and all deceit and hypocrisy and envy and all slander. That's first Peter two and one. Like I said, Peter is the rock and Peter is telling you, put that stuff away because you shouldn't be doing that anyway. Excuse me. Yes. So um, since Peter's the rock, he knows exactly what he's talking about. All right. Now, I'm going to tell you what John says. Now, John in the scriptures says, the, uh, the scriptures that say about John is that Yeshua loved him. And John was also Yeshua's brother. So John was a prophet and an apostle. So John says, it, you are like, it, this is what is in the book of John. This is Yeshua saying it. You are of your father, the devil, and your will is to do your father's desires. He's talking to children that's doing all kinds of stuff. The children of wickedness. Remember, I told you the devil got kids too. So Yahshua is telling these kids of the devil who their father is. Okay, who their spiritual father is. And I'm gonna read it again. This is John 8 and 44. You are of your father, the devil. And your will is to do your father's desires. He, had, he was a murderer from the beginning. And has nothing to do with the truth because there is no truth in him. When he lies, he speaks of his own character for he is a liar and the father of lies. So naturally, if you're going to lie to somebody, you got to tell them something. Okay. What is a lie? A little piece of the truth that's stretched. Why would you even come out and start lying? Just like I told you earlier today. When Yeshua was in the desert fasting, the devil came and took Yeshua and took him three different places and told him, if you worship me, I'm going to give you everything. Now, how are you telling the creator of the universe, the, the author and the finisher, that you're going to give him something when he made everything? <laughs> and this, it, this is literally a scripture. Everything that was made, I made. That's what y'all says. I made everything directly and indirectly how is somebody coming and telling you they're gonna give you something that you made right then and there you know that's a lie so you know that yahushua had to uh reprimand him he reprimanded him honey you're not gonna sit up here and tell me no lies you're not gonna um uh, you're not gonna uh, tell me that you're giving me something when i made everything does that even make sense that don't make a piece of Okay, Matthew 15 and 11, which um, is also an apostle. 
Matthew 15, 11 says, it is not what goes into the mouth that defiles a person, but what comes out the mouth that defiles a person. Lies, deceit, self-fulfilling prophecy, all that stuff come out your mouth. Okay? Matthew 12 and 36 says, I tell you on the day of judgment, people will give an account for every careless word they speak. What did I tell you about washing your mouth? What did Matthew say? Everything that you say is going to be held against you. I didn't already say that. That's scriptural. Okay? Everything you say is going to be held against you. Okay? All right. James says, oh, I already read that. Blessing and cursing comes from the mouth. Yes. Proverbs, she opens her mouth with wisdom and the teaching of kindness is in her tongue. Now he's talking about wisdom. What is wisdom? A spirit. What does wisdom do when they give, when uh, she provides knowledge? She tells you the truth. Who is the Ruach? Wisdom. What is the Ruach's job? Is to search the hearts of men to see whether you're ready to take on wisdom, honey, to take on the truth. Yes. Wisdom, um, the Ruach is, a, is the truth. The Ruach brings wisdom through knowledge. The Ruach searches the hearts of men. That's what you want. That's what you want in your corner, the Ruach. And I already told you how you could get the Ruach. We already did that in a previous lesson. So if you want to hear that, listen to the lessons, you'll find out. Okay. Matthew 12 and 37 says, for by your words, you will be justified and by your words, you will be condemned. How many times do you have to be told in the scriptures to watch your mouth? How many ways do you have to uh, be told in the scriptures to watch your mouth? Mm-hmm. How many times? A million? A billion? <laughs> okay. And this is an important one. Psalms 19 and 14. Let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O oh Yah, my rock, my rock and my redeemer. What does that mean? This has a lot of meaning simply because the children of Israel, remember everything is contingent on the children of Israel. The, in, the children of Israel has been scattered all over with the concentration of Judah who was scattered among the four corners of the earth. Now, what happens when one nation conquers another? And we're going to be getting to this a lot in the scriptures. What happens when one uh, nation conquers another? I also discussed this in previous lessons. What they do, the conquering nation that conquers the one that didn't beat them, they get rid of all their history. They get rid of everything they ever known, and they make them assimilate to the conquering nation. What do they do? They get rid of everything that makes that other nation who they are. It, they get rid of everything, their history, the way that they see life, whatever organized religion they had, whatever spirituality they had, everything that made that nation what it was, the conquering nation tears all that apart and gives them their own, um, their own doctrines, their they make them assimilate, okay? They make them comply. They make them conform. 
They beat the hell out of them until they are Toby. Okay? That's what they do. So this message here in Psalms, the psalmist who delivered this message is a prophet. Because right now, Judah and Israel is speaking a different language and they talking to the most high Yah from a different language and they shouldn't be. So this here, and I'm gonna read it again. Let the whole, excuse me, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, oh Yah, my rock and my redeemer. When you pray, when Israel prays, when Yasharel prays in different languages, they shouldn't be praying in different languages. They shouldn't be meditating in different languages. And why are they meditating and praying in different languages? Because they don't listen. They're stiff-necked. They're stupid. They don't want to listen to y'all. Like I said, since biblical times, they didn't want to listen to them. And now they're speaking and, and thinking and meditating in different tongues that they shouldn't be. So now the psalmist is saying, this is a prophetic word. Let the words of my heart, uh, let the words of my heart and the meditation of my soul be um, good, uh, be, uh, excuse me, be acceptable unto you, Yah. Let it be acceptable because it's not acceptable. We are asking as Yasharel, as Israel, whoever is saying it, to let this be acceptable unto you, Yah, and to acknowledge that. Israel was foolish, and now they speak in different languages. That's an important scripture. Because the people who are um, captives in a land that's not their own is speaking a language of their captors. The Bible that was written is written by the captors. Yeah. Okay? Please, please, peanut gallery. They written by their captors. Think about that, okay? Think about that. That's why this is important. And, I, and I'm gonna quote the scripture again. It's Psalms 19 and 14. The psalmist says, let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in your sight, O Yah, my rock and my redeemer. We already know Yah's the rock, Yahusha. And the Redeemer, Yahusha. Yah is Yahusha in the flesh. Israel was scattered. Israel no longer speaks their mother tongue. They are calling it Paleo Hebrew now. Israel don't speak their mother tongue. Okay, there's other people that speak the tongue, but they put in their own spin on it. The children of Israel, the blood covenant, uh, they're not speaking their mother tongue. They are worshiping and doing whatever they doing with their mouth in another language. This is unacceptable. And this is why the psalmist, and I want to say it's um, Solomon, but it could be someone else. This is why the psalmist said what they said. Because Yah is no fool, baby. Yah did all this before the foundation of the world. He already knew what everybody was going to be doing. He already knew all the transgression. Just like I said in my last lesson, 
He told Jeremiah, before you was in your wound, I knew you. I mean, in your mother's wound, I knew you. I made you. I directed your steps before you came out of your mother's womb, honey. And I knew what you was going to do. And I let you come forth. Y'all knows what he's doing. Trust and believe me. He knew. Because he already told um, Israel's forefathers the end from the beginning. Way, 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 way in the beginning. Yah told Adam. He told all the patriarchs. All of them. Seth. Noah, um, um, Israel, Isaac, the 12 children, he knew them all. He told them all. He told them your kids is going to be doing all kinds of stuff. They're going to be sinning. They're going to be doing this. They're going to be doing that. That's Old Testament. That's Shepherd of Hermes. That's um, Book of Enoch. How many do I keep having a name? Uh, he told them all of that. Enough is enough, people. Your mouth is going to get you in trouble. Your mouth is going to write a check that your behind cannot cash. A lot of times that's what happens. We write checks with our mouths that our behinds can't cash. You know Judah got a lot of mouth, honey. Like I said, and I've been saying, Judah got a lot of mouth. Now, I'm not saying Judah can't back it up, but Judah shouldn't be backing it up. Just the fact that you can back it up, you should be walking away. That's what you should be doing and watching your mouth. Now, 10 things to take under advisement. Ephesians 4 and 29, let no corrupting talk come out of your mouths, but only such as is good for building up as fits the occasion that it may give grace to those who hear. What does that mean? If you don't got nothing nice to say, don't say nothing. Use your mouth for what it is to build somebody up and not to tear somebody down. That's Ephesians. That's Paul. Paul is talking to the Gentiles with a concentration on Israel. That's Paul. And as a matter of fact, I'm only quoting Paul. I'm quoting Matthew. I'm quoting Paul. And I'm going to quote Solomon again and John. These are y'all's favorites here. Yahushas and Yahs. Hebrews 4 and 12, which uh, Paul wrote. For the word of Yah is living and active. This here is the truth. The word of Yah is living and active and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing to the division of the soul and the spirit, of joints and marrow, and discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. Got that? That's a mouthful. I'm going to tell you this. Y'all said that um, we was made of his image. Like I said from the beginning, your mouth can cut just like Yahshua's and just like yours. And this is why you need to discern and watch your mouth. Watch it. John 16 and 13 says, when the spirit of truth comes, that's the Ruach, he will get guide you into all truth. What did I say? He's going to guide you into all truth. For he will not speak of his own authority, but whatever he hears, he will speak. And he will declare to you the things that are to come. So what is the Ruach's job? To tell you what Yah says. Remember in the, uh, in the beginning, in the Old Testament, there was a bunch of prophets. 
that told um, the children of Israel exactly what was going on. So, you know, in the Old Testament, they killed up all the prophets. Even in the New Testament, they did it, the apostles, because a lot of them was prophets too. They did that to Yasharal. So now the Ruach is here. Came and acts. And the Ruach's job is to be the prophet for you. To tell you the truth, to guide you into all truth, to search your hearts. Okay? That's what the Ruach is. And you cannot be in the spirit. I mean, you cannot hear what the spirit is saying unless you're in the spirit. Now, if you want to know how to be in the spirit, I didn't already wrote that. I mean, excuse me. I already uploaded that lesson. Please go to that lesson. Spending more time with y'all. Okay. First John 1 and 1. And we said this in the beginning, but I did not quote the whole thing. We got, um, we're running out of a little time, but I'm almost finished anyway. First John 1 and 1. In the beginning was the word and the word was with Yah and the word was Yah. That's self-explanatory. Yah's the word. Yah's also Yahusha. Yahusha said, me and the father is one. I'm in the father and the father's in me. How many times do I have to quote what Yahshua uh, said? Okay. Yahshua is Yah in the flesh. That's why he's the, ch uh, the, uh, the child of man and the child of Yah. It's interchangeably said in the scriptures because Yah is Yahshua. Excuse me. Yes. Yah is Yahshua in the flesh. Proverbs 2 and 6. For Yah gives wisdom from his mouth comes knowledge and understanding. What's wisdom? The Ruach. Yah is a tripart being just like we are. If we made in his image, we are tripart being also. We are soul, which is your consciousness in your heart, in a fleshly body that lives on this earth with the spirit of Yah that animates us. Yah is the most high Yah who is the father of spirits. He is also the son, Yahusha. First John, first John 1 and 1, in the beginning was the word and the word was Yah, um, with Yah and the word was Yah. It just told you, Yah and Yahshua was the same. With the Ruach, who I just read again in Proverbs 2 and 6, Yah gives wisdom. What's wisdom? Foreknowledge. And we'll get into that when we start to talk about um, the, the prophets. And spiritual things, because when we talk about prophets, we have to talk about spiritual things because the prophets are hearing directly from Yah. Okay, wisdom is foreknowledge. What is foreknowledge and wisdom? The Ruach, which is also Yah. Yahshua said he, after he was glorified and he came down here, he said, don't touch me, I have to go up. And when I go up, I'm gonna prepare a place for you. And then I'm gonna send the Ruach down. Yahshua could be here, there, here, there. But the Ruach can be everywhere at the same time. And we're not going to go into that because this message is not for that. I'm just letting you know, giving you a little bit of what the Ruach is because people just don't have no idea. All right. First Corinthians 2 and 13. And we impart his, excuse me, and we impart this in his words, not taught by human wisdom, but taught by the spirit, which is the Ruach interpreting spiritual truths to those who are spiritual and i'm gonna go to revelation let he who has an ear hear what the ruach is saying this is a connection to that okay 
because we we not we we can't teach nobody okay and it says and we impart in words not taught by human wisdom because human wisdom and knowledge puffs up you get real arrogant when you know a regular carnal wisdom and knowledge but the ruach brings epignosis spiritual knowledge gnosis baby is knowledge spiritual knowledge what did the angel say to Ezra? You wouldn't even know spiritual things. You barely know uh, earthly things. So when the Ruach uh, starts dealing with you, oh, you're going to know heavenly things and earthly things. And you're going to be able to discern what's relevant. Are you going to know every piece of knowledge on earth? No, because that's not relevant. You're going to know earth, I'm excuse me, you're going to know spiritual things that you need to know because that's the discernment that the Ruach is going to give you. You don't need to know everything that goes on on this earth. You need to know information that you could do your job on this earth because every human being got a job to do and we're not doing it. Okay, this is why we do it. This is why we in the position we in the whole world. This is why the whole world is full and we're going to get into that by the devil because we're not doing what we're supposed to do and i will quote um, uh, uh, um, a scripture in the vision of paul that Yah says everything does my will except for humans and that's a loose uh translation of the scripture and the scriptural quote everything does my will except for humans so the earth does his will the animals do his will the birds do his will the water does his will everything that has a spirit does his will except for humans and some angels that got thrashed down to earth we already told you about that okay the last one is matthew 12 36 to 37 and it says i tell you on the day of judgment people will give an account for every careless word that they speak for by your words, you will be justified. And by your words, you will be condemned. What did Master say? Oh my goodness. What you say is going to condemn you. Or you're going to be have a blessing from the things that you say. So you need to think about the things that you're saying. You need to discern the things that you're saying. Like I said, Judah will cut you, honey. He, Judah will cut you with that mouth and they shouldn't be. That's just like a bully. And I'm not saying Judah's a bully, but what I'm just saying is that's just like a bully who knows that they could be somebody. Why would you go over there and just start fighting on somebody when you know you could beat them? For the most part, you need to just leave them alone because you know that you could crush them. So that's what we need to do. We need to discern and say, is it worth it? Cutting this person down to the white meat. I'm just going to walk away from this person before I really hurt them with my mouth. That's what Judah needs to be doing. Judah needs to think about what they're doing. Judah needs to straighten up. Judah needs to stop being stupid. Judah needs to uh, stop fighting amongst each other. Judah needs to get a life. Stop being stiff-necked. Judah needs to stop fighting amongst uh, one another. Judah needs to get their life together. And so does Yasharel as a whole. And maybe the rebels won't be, well, the rebels are always going to be weeded out, but maybe some people won't uh, get with what's coming to them if they change their mind. Every day we live on this earth, we got a choice. 
every day. If you say, oh, I don't have a choice, then you don't want a choice. Then you rejecting a choice. But you got a choice. Every day there's a situation that you have to stop and think for a second or not. It's a choice. Y'all already said y'all don't give you more than you can handle. It's always a choice. Even when you don't believe there is. Even when you don't want to make a choice, that's a choice not to make the choice. <laughs> there's always a choice always so a part of us growing up spiritually because we have to build ourselves up spiritually we've been carnal there's so many things going on and we've been living carnally now it's turn time to turn from your wicked ways and search for yah so this is a lifelong walk this is not something that you just turn around and do this shoot however old you are you've been living in sin for that many years so it's going to take that much more to turn around from your wicked ways and start walking righteously. And I already told you that Yasharel's fooled. They've been conquered. They've been fooled. They've been bamboozled. They've been deceived. And I'm going to do a lesson. I'm going to do that lesson. They've been, you know, they've been deceived. They've been distracted to their own destruction. They've been misdirected. They've been all kinds of stuff. And they just living like that going to their captives and going to the people who hate them and tell them to have mercy on them does that even make sense that don't make no sense judah and um, israel need to get their life together they do because time is running out and y'all already said it 500 gazillion times time is running out just like in the days of noah like yahshua said Noah kept going to the people pre-flood and telling them to turn from their ways honey he did it 120 years he kept going back and forth and back and forth until Yah said, go build that ark. While he was building the ark, he was still ministering to people. Still doing it until he finished the ark and the animals got in there and it was time to close that ark seven days after he finished it and then the rain came. And then here go to knock at the door. We're ready to repent. We're ready. And Noah was like, you should have been ready 120 years ago. <laughs> okay? There's nothing you could do. They tried to tear that ark down. And guess what? The leftover animals tore their behinds up. And the rain washed everybody away. Don't be like the time of Noah. Yahshua was saying this in the um, New Testament. Don't be like the time of Noah, honey. Because the minute Yah steps his foot down here, it is no turning back. He's trying to give you a chance now. There's nothing that's by chance. This message is not by chance. I hope this message gets to you. I hope it edifies you. 